What's up, guys? Rachel Lindsay here, and I am teaming up with your favorite Ringer podcasters to deliver the Bravo drama and news that you've been craving on Morally Corrupt. It's the show about all things Bravo, from the housewives to summer house and everything in between. We'll be mentioning it all every week. Check it out on Spotify and TheRinger.com. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a very delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a very special series that we will be doing all summer. Uh, it is called Surviving the Challenge. I am not only one of your hosts here at Surviving the Challenge, I am also a contestant on this season's The Challenge USA, only on CBS. And with us to steer us through this entire craziness and fun-filled summer is my dear friend and co-host, Amelia Wedemeyer. Amelia, what's up? Tyson, I, I just... What an episode. That's all. I'm just in shock. I was telling you, I was watching it with my parents and they turned to me and they said, oh my God, this is a big, this is a big deal for you that you get to be on a podcast with Tyson because you're like the godfather. Yeah. I'm running things pretty, <laughs> pretty are. much. What? Is it good to run things this early? I don't okay. know. We'll find out. But uh, I don't know any other way to do it. You got to go balls to the wall, right? Uh, yeah. And that's what you did, which was honestly in incredible. And not only that, I mean, I know this is going to make me sound like a suck up. But listen, I, I, I the people know that I'm a big fan of yours and of Survivor. So just whatever. Um, You were like also top build, too, like in all the promos and stuff. That that's really cool. I mean, Come on, it's me. <laughs> yeah, right? Who else were they going to put up there? That's true. Yeah, exactly. Ben? No. Sarah? No. Sorry. Never. Yeah. Um, well, I got news for you, too. I told my parents about you, Amelia, <laughs> and that I was going to be doing this podcast. And they were very excited for us. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah. Good. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, I mean, just to start out, I how did you decide to come and do the challenge. It was a long process. Like I had seen other survivor contestants go on the challenge. And in my mind, I was like, that's weird. They haven't called me because I would be the best at this show of everyone who's ever been on survivor. So it kind of, I was like, well, whatever I am pretty old. 
and I don't really work out that much anymore. So I get it. And also, I don't want to make a fool of myself out there. But still, I was like, I would like to get a call at least. And then almost exactly a year ago, I get this weird DM on Instagram. Oh, wow. Yeah. Not punctuated very well at all. And was just like, I'm a casting agent for this show. Would you be interested? My agent looked at it was like, that's not real. I was like, no, that is real. <laughs> get an email address from them and talk to them. And uh, after going back and forth with everything you know, happening in the world with COVID and stuff, things kept getting pushed and things kept getting changed. And then it was like, you know what? I'm not going to worry about it. If it happens, it happens, whatever. And then uh, they called me. They kept So they stayed in touch with me, kept pushing it by like a month or two, like all the way last July. And then like January or February, they were like, okay, this is happening. We're going in March. Are you in? And you know that I do the, the podcast, the Survivor podcast. Right. So I had to shuffle things around because I love doing that show. Definitely. I didn't want to leave it. And Great uh, show. Yeah. And so Riley and Juliet were gracious enough to cover for me while I was gone. And uh, we got it done. So here we are making more TV magic, one of my uh, talents. Yes. And uh, that's it. Amelia. Oh my God. Amazing. I yes. know that like I'm the central focus of everything going on this sure. summer. But Definitely. Where can people find you? What do you do? What is your purpose here at Spotify, at The Ringer? Tell us what your projects are. Well, um, I do a few podcasts, I guess. I, I do Tea Time on Ringer Dish. I also do Pop Culture History Lesson on Ringer Dish. So if you like pop culture, we do a lot of it over there. And uh, sometimes I do other recaps of reality shows. So if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably going to be on the reality TV feed. So you can find me over there, too. But I mean, this is this takes precedence. So this is you peak. Do you think you've peaked here? Oh, what? Yes. <laughs> well, let's get into it. I mean, we don't, these people are, have come for one thing and one thing only. And that's you, Amelia, steering us through this episode. The very first episode the very ever, first. ever in the history of episodes, the Challenge USA on CBS. Amazing. Yes. Oh my God. So we start off and we're obviously in introduced to all the players again, first with the bio Love it. Oh my God. That was amazing to see. We love that. Um, we have obviously survivor people, big brother people, amazing race and love Island. So when you got this call, were you like, did you know who was kind of going to be on the cast or like, did you have any idea? What did they tell you that or anything? No. I mean, they said it was going to be all CBS talent. And then you'd hear whispers like going through like, oh, these big brother people and stuff. And I heard of some survivor people, but none of them ended up showing up. And then I'd connected with Shan like right before. And I heard Danny was going. So I knew some people, but I didn't really like the people I know best are Ben and Sarah, who I never talked to ever. Why would you want to? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm I mean, kidding. I like them. They're nice. I'm sure. What if I wanted you to say the opposite? Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I, I'm I'm here to be honest. They're not my favorite people, but you know, I appreciate yeah, be honest. Okay, be I'm honest. being honest. They're not my favorites, but I appreciate you know that they that play the TV. game. That they're on TV. Exactly. They've given me some fun moments, but they're not my favorite people. Okay, so I didn't have any any idea they were going to be out there. And Dom is probably the one I knew best, and sure. I'd only like 
played blackjack with him like twice. And so in like the last like five years. So he was the one that personally I knew best other than Ben and Sarah, who I haven't really meshed well with or had great energy with in the past. So I wasn't really looking forward to that. So yeah, it was kind of a surprise. Uh, but you all sh- we all showed up in Miami at the airport at the same time. And so you saw everybody there. So you had like a day or two of travel to kind of like wrap your head around okay. everybody. To be like, oh, hey, you're here and everything. And did you guys like immediately get into these like, groups because that's what we kind of see because we are introduced to everyone their familiarity with the challenge you say that you 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 know the show i assume you you've seen it a few times i know of the show you know of it and then i started watching a little bit got it but like i said right on the opener like the thing that the challenge was missing was me and so those seasons without me are unbearable Exactly, exactly. And then we're introduced to TJ Lavin, who is, he has been the host of the challenge, I think since like the gauntlet too. So a very long time since the early 2000s. Um, Can I ask you your like thoughts on TJ versus Jeff? Are they totally different vibes going on here or? They are totally different vibes. There's a lot of different vibes. Yeah. TJ super laid back, super chill. Also, I don't think he's executive producer of the show. Uh, So he goes, does his job. That's his job. He's done. Jeff, as the executive producer, is business all the time on Survivor. He's always there. The challenge, he's always making sure it runs smoothly. TJ doesn't care about that stuff. He's the host, says his lines, but he's super chill. If I had to choose somebody to run a show, probably Jeff. If I had to choose someone to go out to dinner with, probably TJ. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> okay, cool. So, yeah, so we talked to TJ. He's there. You know, I, I love seeing his fashion transformation because I was watching some earlier seasons of the challenge and he's wearing like a giant uh, bear on his shirt and stuff. And now we, we see he's wearing like kind of like J. Crew stuff, which is like nice. You know, it's it's adult. Um, And then he talks to us and he says, everyone gets a thousand dollars to start with and you have to make five thousand dollars to get to run his final i was thinking it was going to be a lot harder than it was did you really yeah five seems like it's like five thousand okay that you probably get a thousand every challenge you're gonna have to win like four or five challenges here it's going to take all season long to earn this money and it's going to be a real grind yeah and it i mean we'll get to it but it it really didn't turn out to be it wasn't it was very very easy it was really easy i sat in a harness (laughs) and i did elementary math down a building faster than anybody else. Guess what? I'm a college dropout. I shouldn't be beating people at rudimentary mathematics. But you are. And that's what matters. So it's all good. Um, So it, he says like you have to obviously win a challenge or elimination and you earn the money. The winner gets 500K and is invited to the Challenge Global Championship. Did you know that going in where you're like, I've got to get to the Global Championship Challenge? I heard something about it. There was something in writing somewhere, but I didn't really know until we got there and heard it. 500K also was a surprise to us in the moment. We didn't know. Uh, you know, I got paid a million dollars to win Survivor. So I was hoping for more than 500K, but 500K is like still a decent chunk of change to get a whole 500K at the end of it all as a winner. Uh, not bad. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, I'd take it. Um, but if they would have announced like a $5 million payday, I would have reacted. You like, 500K, yeah. you look at me, I'm just like, been there, yeah. done that. 
and exactly. was more money. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, and then we see what I found interesting was we see the living quarters of everyone. And it was like, you know, bunk beds. And there's like a pool table. There's it seems to be there's a fridge and everything. Were you like so excited you like get actual bedding or was it? No, this was really? OK. I have actual bedding at my house <laughs> well, that is I like 20,000 <laughs> thread count. Like this is one of my hesitations for going on the show is like, I'm 42, I'm 43 now. I was 42 at the time. Do I want to share room with people I potentially will despise? Have I earned the my right to not have to share a room anymore? Like, you know, you're younger, like 20s, you have roommates, you people are like using your your toaster and lighting it on fire on accident and your roommate's like it wasn't me it's like who's eating all my food like that happens but then at a certain point in life you've put some roots down somewhere and you're like i don't need to be roommates with anybody anymore and that's where i'm at in, in my life so that was one of the hesitations was like oh man i know that it's all by design like i, I know that and i knew that going in but it was something i was definitely not looking forward to Okay, even though like on Survivor, you're smushed in on the ground, you I know. Prefer that really okay. Yeah. Wow, yeah. interesting. And, and but what about the food? Were you like, oh yes, there's food here. I won't have to like you know go fishing or something. Food was pretty bad. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so would you trade off your Survivor living situation with the challenge living situation? Yeah, one hundred percent. Okay, but also because I'm, I thrive in that. If you starve me and deprive me of sleep and make things hard for everybody, it's still easiest for me. That's okay. That's a good point. That's a good point. Okay, cool. So not necessarily because it's more comfortable for me to be in that survival situation, but I know it's more difficult for everyone else. For everyone else. else. Okay, got it. Well, yeah, it seems like like the Love Islanders seemed really excited to be there. They were like, oh, bunk beds with my bestie. And we get, uh, you know, Selly from Love Island. She thinks that she can come in here and make everyone her best friend, but then quickly realizes that everyone seems to be pairing off with their kind of original show groups. Yeah. And to, to go back to that, you we didn't really pair up. We didn't have a chance or opportunity to pair up before the game started. We just traveled together and then we were all separated and then we came into the house together. But I think that you're, you count the numbers, you look how the lines break down and it's the same with Survivor. Like, where are the easiest, clearest lines? And that's where you have to start building from. Right. It doesn't yes. mean that those are definite. Right. But in the moment, you only have so much to go on. You're like, okay, 14 easiest. girls, 14 boys, you know, how many of each show? Like you're going through all of that stuff. And so these, this was the easiest and the clearest. And so it just kind of happened that way. Definitely. And when you saw, like, if you were surveying everyone else there, because, you know, we've got the big brother people, you've got the amazing race people who seem like there were only three, but they seem like, you know, they're running all the time. They're going to, you know, different countries and all that stuff. They seem like maybe prepared. But Love Island people, you know, seem like we're here for a good time, not a long time. Um, Did you kind of assess it that way? Yeah, some of them weren't there for long at all. (laughs) I mean, you look at it, and you, for me, I have to say, I'm a threat. People know I'm a threat. People can That's feel I'm a threat. That's what they said the entire episode. So 100%, yeah. They feel that. They know that. So I have to eliminate the people who are most aware of how threatening or how big of a threat I am. 
And so for me, that's my number one concern as I go into these situations. It's like, do the Love Island people know how dangerous I am? Absolutely not. None of them watch Survivor. They're watching their own Instagram stories, you know, (laughs) on repeat. (laughs) And so I'm like, I got to get rid of the people who know I'm dangerous and then, you know, put the people that don't under my wing. Right. So you're like strategy from day one, which is really smart. I think people kind of forget that the challenge as someone who's watched a challenge for a really long time that um, I know other people who who started watching the show and they don't realize how much of a strategic show it is and, and kind of akin to Survivor in that way, too, you know, which I find interesting. The The main difference is that with Survivor, you can't burn your bridges with people you vote out because they ultimately vote for you to win the million dollars. With this show, you can be a little bit more in your face about, you know, putting someone into elimination or about someone going home because they don't have any say at that point as to whether or not you will win anything. And but at the same time, a larger number of people get to the final and then it's just based on like who can win that. So uh I think it's strategic. I don't think it's as strategic as Survivor. And I think that a lot of Survivor's mistakes coming onto this show is going too fast and too hard. That'll, it'll, it's hard. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's you fly to too close low. to the sun. Yeah, yeah Icarus, exactly. the classic you know, story. Ex- exactly. <laughs> um, and w- what I love, one of my favorite beginning parts is Shannon from Love Island. She's already... She's tearing up. She yeah. says, I'm sore. I tried one push up. I don't want to be here. Um, did you train for this? Like when you knew you were going to be on the show, where you're like, OK, I got to like do some push ups. I got to do something. I mean, you play pickleball, you know, so like you're in of course shape. I play pickleball. I so, know, so you're in shape. Yeah. I got I play pickleball a couple times a week. Uh, I did start training for this. I was running with a weight vest. I knew I see that they carry they always carry weight and, you know, stuff on their shoulders and run. So I, every time I'd go jogging, I'd wear like a 30 pound weight vest and go run for an hour Damn. or two. Oh, my God. Uh, OK, wow. I hired a Brazilian jiu-jitsu trainer to teach me how to do the pole wrestle. Wait, are you serious? Brawl. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's cool. Yeah. I hired a local guy. He's like 260 pounds, 6'5". And I was like, I need someone bigger than me that can wreck me, but don't wreck me because I can't get hurt right now because I'm going on a TV show, but I need you. So he was showing me like some uh, tactics and methods on hall brawl stuff. And then because I would show him clips of the show and be like, this is kind of the stuff I'm going to be doing. And we got a pole and did some of the pole wrestling. Uh, We did pole wrestling every single day. Oh, my Uh, God. And then we also did the the ball wrestling one where you have the ball and try to get it in the basket in the middle. So those were the three things we worked on. And then he'd just like work me. And like, I'm a fit dude. I've done a lot of stuff in my life. I'm not super fit right now, but the things I've done are very, very difficult for the regular human to accomplish. <laughs> sure. Like riding hundreds of miles on a bike uh, in one sitting, running like over marathons, off-road, swimming in college. So like I was like when I went to this jujitsu guy the first day, my legs were wobbling. I signed up. I was like, let's do two hour sessions. I'll do like three, two hour sessions a week for like a month or two. The first day I go in and like 45 minutes in, my legs are like wobbling. I can't like like, hardly stand. And I'm like, okay, let's do hour sessions. (laughs) So we just did hours after that. But like (laughs) the first time I was like, I can probably get two hours out. And he's like, you can't. And also it won't help you because you're already exhausted. 
Oh my God. Wow. See, I, I'm like waiting for you to be like, I'm just kidding. Like you did with what was her name? Candace. And you said, do you remember? Oh, yeah. On, yeah, Survivor. I, I lied to your face yeah. and you ate it up. No, this <laughs> yeah, is all exactly. real. Wow. What, so did, did you just like think like I would have never. And that's why I'm not on this show. That's not that's why I don't do competition shows. My agent was like, you should get a Brazilian jiu jitsu uh, in, instructor because like I'm I'm really good at all the endurance stuff. I'm good at balance. I can do puzzles fairly decent and I can practice that on my own. But the one thing that I don't love is physical, like combat like style stuff. Strength, yeah. Kinda, yeah, totally. And it's not like when I do that stuff, I usually surprise myself. I'm like, oh, I'm stronger than I thought. But that's also because like the people that I'm doing it against aren't necessarily like focusing on it. They're just. Yeah. So but like I wanted to get more comfortable with it. So he was showing me like how to put guys bigger than me on the ground, how to submit them, how to do a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Oh my God. Do I need to do Brazilian jiu-jitsu? This sounds, I mean, I probably can't, but it seems really cool. You do need to do <laughs> okay. Brazilian jiu-jitsu. You will get a stranger's sweat on you, which is one part of my aversion to this style sure. of stuff. Sure. Yeah. But like, it's worth honestly, it. Honestly, it's, yeah. I Damn. think I'm taking a break right now, but I will go back and probably take classes from him again. Wow. That's cool. Okay. Well, Wow. The more you know, I need to get a trainer, a jujitsu trainer. This is great. And then I swam once in a while. I, I'm a college swimmer. So I was like, I'll be the best swimmer there, but I at least want to not be sore at, after it. So I, I went and swam laps like once a week for a couple months and easy peasy. This is, see, this is why you are good at this show and the Love Islanders are not. Um, and that brings us to the first challenge. It's called Down to the Math. And like you were saying before, it's two teams and you have to, <laughs> at a time, on a 22-story building and there are a series of equations that you have to solve all the way to the ground while you repel, which is really, if you don't like heights, not good. But um, And then you input your final answer into, into a slot. You get three tries to get, get it correct before you have to go back up and do it again. Uh, the team to get it done with the fastest gets to split the 10K that is in the, the first challenge and then not get into elimination. So you pair up with Angela from Big Brother. What went into that decision? I looked to, to my left. Sarah was there. And at this time... And you said, God, no. No, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. No. Uh, I mean... In I'm, my heart. Yeah, uh, sure. But there was all the survivors were, you know, we'd already in the house had a conversation like survivors stick together. big. So we kind of were like, let's stick together as much as we can. So I see Sarah. I'm like, Sarah, let's do it. And she's like, we should split up. And I'm like, OK. Uh, and I look over and everybody had already taken a partner. And I'm literally looking. And the only people without partners are the Love Island girls. And I was like, <laughs> no. And I see Angela and Kylan about to make contact. And I just grab her. I'm like, Angela, Angela, wow. Angela. That's why you hear me be like, Angela, Angela, Angela. Because <laughs> I was trying to grab her before she committed to Kyland. Smart. So Yeah. So she flips around and I was like, let's do it. And I, for a, a second, I thought she could be like, oh, I'm actually was going to go with Kyland. But she's like, okay. And I was like, Whew. and then, uh, yeah. So then we, uh, that was it. So it ended up being pretty smart because like the two most strategic groups in the house, Big Brother and Survivor, who are most akin to this style of play, uh, were covered. So like Big Brother initially is probably not going to come after Angela. Survivor initially is probably not going to come after me. And so we were feeling pretty protected already. And uh, and then I was like, she's tall. She's athletic. She's going to be good at stuff. 
And I have to say these challenges, like the height thing, I was a little bit like, you fill out paperwork about your fears before and heights are my fear. Oh my God. Heights are only my fear if I can't hold on to something or if I'm not tethered. And if there's not a camera on me. For some reason, with the TV cameras on, yeah, and baby, you like have you that, shine. You have that false sense of security, like yeah, sure, yeah. I'm watching how production's running. <laughs> it's kind of crazy, but I trust the guy setting the ropes up because it's on TV. And worst case scenario, they'll probably take care of my family if things go bad. That's true. That's a good point. That's a great point. Yeah. And so I'm like, for so for some reason, like. I didn't want to look down because I didn't want to psych myself out or something. But the second I got over the edge on the building, Angela like came down, like she jumped over the edge and I look and she's like already dangling. I was like, oh, you're going way faster than me. And then I had to like speed up. And uh, the key, like halfway down, I was like, I can't go faster with the rope because you're like grabbing it and trying to like grab, release, grab, release. So I just let go and let our body weight drag us down. And that's that's why we went so fast. I was going to say, okay. And like TJ's like, you're doing math. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, what are the order of what's the order of operations? Okay. I know the order of operations. Now can I do this? And I get there and it's literally like third grade mathematics, (laughs) which is hard under pressure. No, it totally is. Like timed. I wouldn't have been able to do it, but a huge relief. Right. Because I was like, oh, we're going to have solve for X and then like have the, figure out where the parabolas intersect and you know, what's the cosine of like, I was like thinking like, dude, I haven't done that t- type of math for like 25 years. And so it was quite a relief to see that it was like, what's well, two plus 98. And I was like, like easy. Thank God. I, yeah. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> and then when we got to the bottom, like I knew we had won. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car, Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, 
view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. So everyone goes, and I, we don't have to list everyone, but it's but first up, we do have uh, Aja and Kyland, and it's they're against Cashel and Kira, and they and Aza she she they have to go up again. Unfortunately, they're the only team that has to, I think. And then when they get back down, she is so exhausted that she nearly faints. She gets dehydrated. Dude, I. There was not life in her eyes. Do were you she like got, she's dead? I was like she's not all there. And also oh I was God. like I was a little bit apprehensive about going on the challenge cuz like I don't work out like I used to. I'm not as physically fit as I was. I don't care to be a, I don't care to put in the time to be that fit. And there's all these young guys. And so I was very apprehensive about going on the show in the first place. And then I see that plus I win the first challenge and I'm just like I'm going to be okay. <laughs> I could run up that building 20 times and be fine. (laughs) And these people are dying on one try. I'm going to be okay out here. Okay. So that was a reassuring kind of moment. It was scary, but it was reassuring for yourself. But also, yeah. But also I was like, she ran up like not that much. She's going to be okay too. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Because I mean, like, I'm not saying that 22 stories isn't a lot, but like, you know, like, come on. But um, it's like 20 minutes of running. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. That's interesting. And then was it really hot? Because you're in, you were in Argentina. So was it hot during this whole thing? No, some days were hot. Some days were chillier. It was, uh, it was hot. Yeah. I think it was hot at that time. Like, there were days, I mean, because it would just go back and forth like every day, like one day would be like 70 and the next day would be like 100. And so, yeah, so you never knew. And this, that first day, I remember it being particularly hot at the base of the building there. Oh, fun. That's fun. It's like glass. Great. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess exactly. you didn't really have you to could touch feel it, it reflecting but, but you off could, you. Yeah, and exactly. I was like, I'm getting double sunburned. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Did they give you the sunscreen at least? Okay, that's good. I'm glad. But I didn't wear it because I didn't want my hands to be slippery. Oh, well. I was like, if I put it on, my hands are going to be slippery. I'm just going to, you know, take one for the team and die early of all these skin problems. And we thank you for that because what entertainment. You end up winning with Angela. It was a big deal. I also love that when you guys were repelling, I, there was a little ITM with Shan. And she said that it was like Thor and Wonder Woman watching them go down. That was fun. Yeah, that um, was fun. Did you like, did you know, I mean, that you guys had essentially won, even though they said it was like you and Angela, Desi and Cinco and Danny and Shan all got there within 17 seconds. But that means that Angela and I won by 17 seconds and the other (laughs) two were tied 17 seconds behind us. That's that's how I understood it. And I think that's how everybody understood it. Right. Because we smoked them. Okay. And you kind of knew that. Yeah, everyone else was getting like real like janky with the ropes and stuff. And we just like glided down. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. My so God. I saw I honestly I watched Kylan's do it and he went fast and he was gliding pretty fast. And he had like taken some repelling courses or something. I was like, that's smart, too. And so when I got up and we started going, I was like, I'm not moving as fast as Kylan was. What was he doing? And then I let go of the rope and like just started plummeting. Angela, I didn't, I didn't tell her the memo of let go of the rope. So she was still trying to hold on the rope. She got to the bottom and was like, my hands are on fire. Oh my God. 
Yeah, Did that she was to trying to people? stop us. She was trying to save our lives. And I was trying to get us to the bottom as fast as possible. <laughs> and honestly, it worked. Your strategy worked. So, and I also love how people, they got to the bottom and everyone was trying to get over to the, to move the little pieces to the number and they would push over their partner and everything. And that was really intense. Because you get tangled up. So you're tethered together and also coming down the rope on separate ropes. <laughs> so you're coming right. down separate ropes, but then you're also tethered together. So that's what made it tricky. Uh, and then they, uh, we were also instructed to drop all of our body weight to give enough slack on the rope to get to the number apparatus. So everybody dropped to the ground on purpose on their butts. So they, I was just fortunate they didn't show me and Angela tumble to the ground as well. Because we did. Everybody did. It was just like that was the instruction. It was like, drop all the way to the ground so that you can give yourself some slack. We didn't realize that they were setting us up to look like doofuses. <laughs> But they didn't do it to you. I mean, this was your episode. So that's all that matters. Um, and we get and we see that Aza and Kyland are at the bottom because, you know, unfortunately, they had to go up again. Um, and then, of course, TJ lets us know that you and Angela get to pick who goes against those two, which is what were you like expecting that? Were you like, oh, yes, I'm so excited because it seems like th they seem strong. I mean, I know she kind of fainted, but they str seem strong enough. I wanted to win so that I wasn't going to get eliminated, especially early on. I wanted to get enough. The challenge is like a different beast again, like uh, sur Survivor and, and Challenge. They're very different in this way, is that if you come in and puff your chest and say, I'm the strongest, you put me in elimination, I'm not only going to win, I'm going to come back, and I'm going to get you too, and then that's it for you. And I wanted to anchor myself and let everyone fear me. My goal Love coming that. in was to make people fear me. And they did. They did. I mean, I can't stress be more this afraid. enough. Oh they will be God. more afraid. <laughs> I'm so excited. So... That was my goal because I was like, I'm, I'm old. I'm like skinnier than most of the guys out here. <laughs> but I have to get these people to fear me and respect me so that they are too afraid to put me into elimination. And so you know, I was happy to win the first one. And then putting someone up for elimination, it's the same thing with Survivor. It's a full numbers game. It's like, how am I going to piss off the least amount of people, make the least enemies, and... You would think, oh, Love Island, they're the largest group in the house. They're probably going to be the ones you don't want to piss off. But to be honest, they didn't really care. <laughs> and you could feel that. They didn't care for each other. They were like, yeah, whoever goes, it's the game. <laughs> like they had never been in a situation like this where they were like, if we rage at Tyson, he won't put one of us in. As long as we all stick together and fight for each other to stay, we're too big of a group right now for him to go against that. But they were just like, hmm. like, I don't even think Selly or Giovanni came up to me at all to even ask if they were being put up. Like everyone else was so like, interesting. like all the survivor people immediately. We're good, right? <laughs> all the big brother people. We're good because you're with Angela, right? Not, I don't even think one, not even one Love Island contestant came up to me and was like, are we good? And again, they were like, we're here for a good time, not a long time. And yeah, that's that right. That seemed to be and the very short for the them. Exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. So though there's a pre-elimination deliberation that we kind of see between Xavier and Alyssa and Enzo, and they kind of strategize. They say again, like you're saying, on the survivor side and Big Brother side. So they're looking at 
Amazing Race and Love Island. And then you and Angela talk to Aza and Kyland and you kind of they kind of give who they would like to see. And it's like Sally and Giovanni and James and, and Shannon. And obviously you have to or at least play into pretending like you're taking that into consideration. You, Yeah, you definitely do. That's smart of you to observe is that, you know, if they come back, you wanted to make it look like you helped them as much as you could so that they help you when you need the help. So, but I wanted James and Shannon to stay because of those four, James was the one I was closest with out of those four. He was my bunk mate. Oh. Yeah, he got the bottom bunk. I got the top bunk. Nice. and. I like James. And so I, and I thought like, James likes me. He can work with me. We can work together. Uh, and so, and he was literally the only one trying to even stay out of the four, some out of the four people being put up. And I was like, okay, but Aza and Kylan initially wanted to go against James and Shannon. They thought that they were weaker. I don't she know. wanted to leave, apparently. Or yeah, I mean, you know how the Bachelor is too. He's not here for the right reasons. <laughs> yeah, like somebody exactly. started that with Shannon, and it just stuck. That's why I have that confessional where I'm like, I honestly don't care if you want to be here or not. I have <laughs> yeah. to get rid of everybody. <laughs> that's you true. Know? Like it doesn't matter to me. Like that's not uh, that's not a reason to get rid of somebody at all. In exactly. My, like strategically, you still have to think of that. So initially, it was. Uh, Kyland and Aza wanted to go against James and Shannon. That that was hard for me because like I gotta because the amazing racers would then probably be bugged by my actions, which there's not a lot of them, but they at least kind of know what they're doing versus Love Island. So I was like, I don't want to piss off the remaining amazing racers. James seems like he knows what he's doing, but I also have a good relationship with James. So how do I get this to work? And James was talking to me and I went to James. I said, James, go to Kylan, tell him all the things you're good at, puff your chest up, be a puffer fish. Just get in his face and be like, if it's puzzles, you're going down. If it's this, you're going down. And it worked. And Kylan came back to me and was like, uh, let's go with Giovanni and Selly. <laughs> and I was like, done, bro. So oh, that was like a relief that I had amazing. like maneuvered that and gotten that to work out for us. So James put in his work, I put in my work, and we got it flopped. And it worked out. Well, it was interesting, too, because I think they kind of made it, or the editing made it seem like it was going to be James and Shannon. And then we get to see his little reconnaissance that he did in uh, like a little flashback. And then I also love that he's he's talking, like he's talking about you. He's like, hopefully I can be an asset to Tyson's game. And I, I I literally wrote in my notes, did James just sacrifice himself for Tyson? That is iconic. Yeah. I mean, sacrifice himself for me. No, but like he knows that in that moment, like I'm important. And he also knows that I know how to play. And if he can show that he's an asset to me, then I will keep him around. And he was one of probably the first ones to really hone in on that. Yeah. That like, let's get on Tyson's good side. He knows what he's doing. I want to point out as we get into the elimination. Yeah. Everybody's cheering for like their favorite person in there. Why are they exposing their lines like that? Like I stood there in silence, like don't let anybody know who you want to win or who you want to lose. Don't let anybody know because anybody who comes back, you can still be like, I didn't want to do that, man. That's, you know. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're like, verbal and cheering very loudly for an individual or a team and the other team comes back 
that can be a problem for you. But nobody seemed to care in this house, which was mind boggling to me. So even the oak, so we have, so it ends up being Sally and Giovanni who are both Love Island people. And then we have Aza and Kyland who are both big brother people. So do you think it was because, was it mainly the big brother people and the Love Island people that just kind of drowned everyone else out when they were just like, okay, we're voting or we're cheering for our own sides. You saw some people from Sushan was, was cheering for Aza. And at the time, because Angela and I had won, Big Brother and Survivor decided we're just going to knock everybody else out and then Big Brother and Survivor can go against each other when the time comes. And so that was the initial plan after that challenge. Once Angela and I had won because she's Big Brother, I'm Survivor, that was the plan. So it was going to be don't go against a Big Brother or Survivor and move. I think people were just like, not again, to make it sound like I'm sucking up to you, but honestly, they were just not on your level. I mean, you know, you've played Survivor four, five times? Four times. Four times. So and far. Uh, so far. And a lot of these people, I feel like, you know, a lot of them are Love Islanders. They don't really know what's going on. Um, a lot of the Big Brother people, that was their only season. And same with the Amazing Race. It's like you really had a handle on the whole competition aspect, I think. Do you think that maybe played into it? Yeah, I think it definitely did. And I think that, like, I also think I'm disarmingly personable, more personable than you think I'm going to be when yeah, you watch sure. me on TV. So you, people get into the house, they're like, oh, Tyson's actually pretty cool. And he doesn't seem to be playing too hard. And he's kind of old. And he's kind of thin. Like, he's not threatening. Whatever. So... Like there was a lot of that going on too. Um, and the, I had hoped for that. And so, yeah, but I I got in there and I was like, I don't know. I just, uh, yeah, Love Island obviously did not know what was going on. They are, ju- they're on a different planet, so to and speak. And I think when you only play a reality show one time, you come back again and you just kind of expect things to go the way they went last time. Sure, yeah. And so if you had a blunder last time, just only fix that and you'll be a winner. And so, but most of these is people had gone far enough on reality TV that they were like, I'll just do what I did. And then at the end, I just have to pivot in that one moment where I didn't last time. And so I know you have to be adaptable. I know you have to suck everyone in and that the people on the bottom can sometimes be the most important people there. And so you have to keep as many people on your side. Obviously, I'm not going to mesh with everybody, but I'm going to try. And so, yeah, so I, I think I had my finger on the pulse pretty quickly. That's well, that's great. And and I guess and I don't mean to like bring us back a little bit, but I do want to mention the party really quick because, you know, like Tasha said, there are no parties on the island. You guys got to party. The Love Islanders, of course, they know how to party. They had a great time. Did you use that party? I mean, which I'm sure happens every episode to do more bonding and kind of feeling out people. Or were you like, I mean, I didn't really see you dancing, but I maybe they didn't show it. Yeah. I mean, I would have rather just gone to bed. Sure. I'm a yeah. f- husband and father of two children. Like, I feel kind of ashamed to be there, honestly. <laughs> like, oh, no, I hope nobody sees me. Oh, wait, the whole country's going to see me. No. Yeah. Uh, but you do. Like, that sequence there is used to scheme. And so they actually, 
it's like me and Angela there as the winners and then people mm-hmm. coming up to us, the peasants coming up to us and kissing the rings. <laughs> and that's generally what it is. And yeah. uh, the fact that Sally and Giovanni both did not come up and even Ooh. try to kiss either ring. She was twerking all night. Yeah, she was. Yeah, but that wasn't a kiss of the ring. <laughs> and true. so, uh, which wouldn't have changed things for them. But it was interesting to note that like, they have no clue. They have no clue what's happening. They have no None. clue what's going on. Wow. I think Giovanni took like the longest nap that day. <laughs> Sorry. That's amazing. That's uh, the uh, just obliviousness going on there is great. So so when you made that decision to put in Sally and Giovanni, were you just, I mean, it was you had to like it was yeah. kind of like, duh, like, yeah, of course, this is happening. Yeah. Um, but the wh- fact that they didn't like that they do the math to figure it out was like crazy. Yeah. So yeah, we had to though. That was it. That was the choice right there. And did you think that they were going to get eliminated just because that's the problem is when you put someone into elimination, they have to go home at that point. Cause if they come back, that's a huge problem. And I was already picturing it. I was like, I'll be sleeping in my bed at night. Giovanni's going to walk over in the middle of the night and be like, Oh, that's how it is, Tyson. That's how it is. I'm like, oh no, I got to deal with this until I can eliminate him. So I was like, I don't want to have to deal with that. And so it would have been like he would have tried to be funny about it, but it would have been over and over and over and over and over and and repetitive. And so I was like, I'm not looking forward to that. So while there was a part of me that wanted to see Kylan and Ozza go home just to weaken Big Brother without any blood on my hands, yeah. Giovanni and Selly were more comfortable just, for me to go home. Totally. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so, okay, again, obviously you're out here like the freaking Godfather, which is iconic. We get to the elimination and, you know, uh, you guys, you and Angela say you want Selly and Giovanni. and TJ obviously has the the game is uh, two giant pyramids, uh, which seem to be like eight vertical bars and three horizontal bars. And you have a giant rope strapped to each uh, team member who's in the eliminations back and they have to wrap themselves around these pyramid bars. And then after 20 minutes, the team switch and you have to unravel each other's rope. Um, and the team who can unravel and stuff it back into the little nearby circle on the ground the fastest ends up winning. When you saw this, were you like, thank God? I, should, I could win this. No. Oh, I okay, like, good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, oh, I looked at that. Right. I was like, oh, that's You're something like, I could win pretty easily. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and neither one of those teams executed very well. I was going to say, it you was gotta not... You got to get the full length of rope out and working for you. They both <laughs> put the full length of rope in a pile at their feet on the yes. first move and then had to put the pile of rope at their feet on the next move. Whereas if you would have stretched the entire rope out and then weaved in and out and stuff, it would have been an easier position than what they did. So watching them, I was like, eh. I, I mean, and that rope is heavy. Like, I don't know how heavy it is. I didn't experience it. It looked heavy, but I could see that they could move it enough that they could have stretched it almost its entire length before making their moves, which I think would have benefited them. But the the tricky part there that I wouldn't understand in my mind how it would work without trying it is that the rope was tethered to you and your partner. So you had to move together. So you couldn't get in too tight of a knot or spot because you both had to fit through it. 
And that seems like it would not be fun. I just I I I just like I know there would be yelling on my team, so I'm thank God I could just watch it and not have to participate. Um You'd be yelling at your partner? It would there'd probably be yelling on both sides, you okay. know? Yeah. So and I just, you know, I don't like heavy lifting heavy ropes. So it's just and again you have to weave in and out of the little bars and there they we had them like go up and down and I think Aza and Kylan seemed to have they they did a pretty good job of because they really moved it more like up and down than Selly and Giovanni. At least that's what it seemed like. Like they actually utilized a lot of the pyramids bars. Yeah. And and the funny thing too is like I'm watching it up there and I'm sure everyone on the stage is watching it and being like, oh, I would have tied 15 knots there and looped up to the top a billion times and then swirled around and then and it's like, and then you watch them move and they can barely move that rope. So again, I don't have experience with that rope. I could not tell you how hard or easy it is. Only that in my mind, I feel like I probably could win that against most people. And to be honest, I probably could. But I don't know. But we don't have to worry about it because you won. So thank God. Yeah, exactly. But it seems like Sally actually seemed to she did a good job, or at least the editing made it seem like she was really in charge. She was moving the rope. And Sally were impressive in that challenge went above and beyond expectation. I thought that Kylan and Giovanni were going to have to like carry the load because Aza is very small and so is Selly. So it's like, that's a big heavy rope. And both of them kept going and going and going. And so I thought I like big respect to both of them for just like continuing to dig even when it was getting really difficult. Did it seem because, again, they made it seem like the editing, obviously, they have to do this, made it seem like it was really neck and neck and that Selly and uh, Giovanni Giovanni. were going to, yeah, going to pull it out. But then, obviously, Aza and uh, Kylan won. It was pretty much like that. Yeah. Like uh, I was watching, I was like, I don't, I can't tell who's winning. Oh, who's winning? And maybe it looks like Giovanni and Sully kind of have a leg up right now. Oh, I, yeah. And, but like the way the rope is wrapped around and stuff, sometimes you couldn't tell fully how much rope was entangled in the pyramid versus how much was already loose. And so, uh, yeah, but there was a moment where it looked that way and I was already like, You're okay, like, how, do, oh how do I deal with Giovanni and Sully coming back? Cause right. I know Giovanni's just going to be relentless on me. <laughs> But thankfully, you didn't have to worry about that because they got eliminated and we said goodbye to them. There were a few tears from their Love Island cast mates. But that's the most surprising thing is I didn't know Justine was angry at me for that. Oh, okay, Interesting. Yeah, I didn't know she was out for blood at that point. Right, right, right. We get a little uh, one on one with her and she's pretty pissed. So, okay. well, I didn't know they were best friends. I guess they do like TikToks and stuff together. Yeah, we got. Yeah, we got that whole uh, background. That was fun to watch. Yes. So, yeah, obviously. Um, But but, well, at least you split them up. So, I mean, not that they were like that. They were going to be the power duo. You think that they were. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah. we would have had a real problem if that power couple had stayed in. (laughs) Well, thank God they got eliminated. Um, So then TJ, after all this is over, everyone thinks I'm sure you're going home. You get to go to sleep. And TJ is like, I have something else for you guys. And it's a giant algorithm board with everyone's name on it. And he's going to use it to randomly select new teammates after every elimination. And so you guys never have the same teammate twice until it's not possible anymore. And then you can't have the same teammate twice in a row. 
Yeah. And that was the part where I had to shift my game because I realized at that point you couldn't, Survivor and Big Brother couldn't just run the thing because with the algorithm, that was now going to be impossible. Or even just you and Angela because it seemed like you guys were going to be dominant. But Yeah. So I thought my first hope was that they would just let us be a pairing for at least a while. Right. And then I was like, yeah, that might be too unfair because we're just going to crush everyone. So then I was like, okay, well, they'll just, every round, they'll come to the challenge. They'll be like, you have to choose somebody, but it can't be someone you had last time. So every other partner, I'll choose Angela and she'll, and then we'll still dominate. And then I'll figure out who my other partner is. And so I was like running through the scenarios. And then when that came out, it was a shock. You see everybody's like, oh, because it screwed up everyone's plans for what they wanted to do. But I also liked it because it kept the game a game. Sure. Because it would have been a real bummer to just be like, here we go. I'm going to stick with my show. They're going to stick with their show. We're just going to run it to the end. Like that wouldn't have been that fun to watch. So uh, kudos and credit to whoever came up with the algorithm idea because that kept this like truly a game. Which is important, I guess, especially for us viewers, because as much fun as it would have been to watch the Tyson and Angela show, it's always good to mix it up a little bit. Um, were you when you saw the board, were you immediately like, oh, dear God, let so and so be eliminated before I have to pair up with them? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that is now what's going to be on my mind here is that like you got to get rid of people before you pair up with them and then they potentially take let that dead last place for you. And so uh, that's another aspect of the game. Like who don't I want to be paired up with? Also, who have I paired up with? That's maybe weak that we got by and now I need my competitors to pair up with that weak person so that they can potentially be eliminated as well. Like that, all of that is now going into this. That's a lot of thinking. I, I don't know if I could do that, so... Kudos to you again. I bet um, you could. Did you see some of the nincompoops out there? <laughs> well, true. There was a lot. There were a lot of Love Island people. So I'm just kidding. Whoa, shots fired. I'm I didn't just say kidding. That. I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was me, not Tyson. Um, so we get a little preview as well. It seems like you guys have, have a lot of different challenges. Um, there's water involved. There's there's heights again. You know, there's puzzles. Um, there's also like maybe showmances going on. I I felt that was interesting. I feel like they kind of highlighted that this episode too. They focused um, a lot on like past Love Island relationships. Um, so yeah, I mean, you put a lot of middle-aged people in a bedroom of 28, you're going to get some, you know, relationships. Some hot steamy moments. Yeah, some totally. Hot, steamy moments. <laughs> we love it. Exactly. Um, also, okay. Also, I have another question. I'm sorry, but did you, so after obviously the elimination, did you feel like I would assume you had a huge target on your back, especially, you know, your bank account is now huge. You have like what? Five, six grand, six grand, baby. Six grand. Yeah. Was that scary? A little bit. Cause you're like, are, 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 is somebody going to target me now to get my money? Uh, but also it's like, I think it's threatening. Like, oh, he's proven he can win. Do I dare go against him in elimination? So it was probably like, it was it was a balance. It was like both. Like part of me was like worried about it. And then part of me was like, well, you have to do it. And also I've done it. So the fact that I'm the only one here that's even won anything is going to be scary for some people to like try and go against. So 
I, I was a little concerned, but uh, yeah, definitely my mind was working on ways to keep my money. I love that. Well, that's important. That's important. That's what you want. Yeah. Um, I think, is that, I mean, anything else you want to add from this episode? Uh, anything coming up? Oh, I mean, we saw a lot of stuff coming up, a lot of drama. You know, you said the water, get me to water. That's what oh, I'm saying. Get I'm so me excited. to water. <laughs> I need to get to water. I a collegiate swimmer. Survivors never had like a pure swimming challenge for me to exhibit and showcase how dominant I can be. Oh my god! And are you like uh, Ozzy in the water? I mean, are you better than him? I'm better than him. Oh my god! Okay, I'm really excited now. Yeah, Yule, who played Winners at War with us and also played with Ozzy told me that he is, I'm the greatest person he's ever seen in the water. What? Oh yeah. my God. Yeah, that's wow. True. Okay. Yeah. So will we get to see this? Uh, showcase? Okay. I mean, wow. Damn. No spoilers here. Oh, right. Sorry. Right. Yes. Yes. God. Well, this is exciting. Okay. I can't wait. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to. We got a week. We do. We do have a week. But uh, yeah, it was great. Uh, things are just ramping up and yeah, I want to thank everybody for tuning in, listening to us all uh, on surviving the challenge. I came up with that. Can you believe I came up with that? So Pretty good. smart, Tyson. Amelia, what else do you have going on this week before uh, we shut it down? Um, Anything cool? Uh, just, you know, we're, I'm going to be recapping uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which is the other show I watched tonight on Friday. So you can uh, listen to it on the same feed. Okay, I'm excited to listen to it. I have nothing going on until I get to watch myself on TV next week. <laughs> nothing involving your two kids or no? Oh, yeah. I mean, I got stuff. I took oh, okay. them to the pool. Oh, good. We came okay, back good. from vacation. We're going on another <laughs> right, vacation. Yeah, we got fun. a lot of stuff going on. Oh, good. But uh, other than that, just playing a bunch of pickleball and doing some other podcasts. So, you know me, you know, podcasters, you know, constantly talking. Oh, do I? Yeah, so, definitely. Okay, with that, we're out of here. And thank you to our producer, Carlos Chiraboga. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.